Okay. Um, if you know me, you know this about me already. But uh, ever since I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I want to say middle school aged, maybe somewhere around there. Um, I really liked this idea that my life was a TV show that aliens were watching. Um, and it was this thought that I, um, I had a lot as a kid and like even, even now still continue to think about, and it's not something that I think is actually real, um, in any sort of way, shape or form. It's just this, uh, idea of being able to like looks into the camera, like you're in the office meme, um, or to like, I don't know, I would do, do this thing where when, when shit would happen and it was absurdly ridiculous, I would like look off uh, into the vague skyward direction and be like, you know, like, you seeing this shit? Like, I hope, I hope this is good TV for you. Um, and it's such a funny thing. Uh, I, the, the reason that I was thinking about this today um, was I woke up this morning and I walked into the kitchen and um, I have all of my dirty dishes that I procrastinated on on uh, washing um, and I had to eat cereal out of a mug today because I ran out of, of bowls to use um, and I'm sitting here eating cereal out of a mug like standing up against my counter um, and what, I, <laughs> what I'm wearing right now is uh, a pair of boxers and the, the shirt that I won uh, in a pirate speaking competition um, and I just had this moment of seeing myself from the outside and being like, ah, this is a good image. This is like a good character defining image right here. Um, and I don't know, I like started thinking about this sort of, this sort of way of viewing life and how it's very good in some ways and it's very bad in other ways. Um, and you know, I try to like, not like, this isn't a thing that I obsess over. This isn't something that I like constantly think about it's just like every now and then thinking about it and i think that's okay um but anyway i i was thinking a lot about that and i want to talk about my my um my thoughts on why almost everybody views their life as a tv show to some extent and why that's kind of good and kind of bad um I, I say that everyone does this to some extent because if you consume media then you are like ingesting the sort of formulas and stuff like that that media um i i sound like some sort of like QAnon conspiracy theorist i don't mean this in like literal senses um but you know if you ingest media those those formulas and the sort of like tropes and stuff like that um get, get kind of like burrowed in your brain and you you see them when you're not necessarily looking for them um and you recognize these patterns because those are the patterns that your brain uh has been programmed to recognize um and so that's why we have people who do stuff like um take very specific like like uh instagram pictures or videos or things like that is because like we've like you know you want to to, to preserve this sort of perfect moment that like you know is perfect um, because that's kind of like what you've seen in media described as perfect, be it on social media or, you know, uh, TV, movies, books, and stuff like that. Um, it's why in particular, I think a lot about um, all of the this the sort of like romantic cliches of, 
people covering a, a bed in, in rose petals or um, going on a, a picnic to the park with like those those common like wicker baskets and uh, the, 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 the red checkered uh, blanket spread. Um, and like even like romantic, not necessarily in, in the terms of like romance between two people, but also just the sort of like romanticized uh, actions in general. Um, but also very specifically romance between two people, because that's something that like is so often the common of media and or the so often a topic of media. And we see the same stories play out over and over and over again. And that isn't like a, a, a knock on any sort of like romance, rom-com, you know, bodice ripper things. It's just that like, <laughs> we're human. There's only so many ways that humans can be shaped into different pieces and, and jammed together. Um, so we're always gonna see the same stories play out over and over and over again. And because we see them over and over and over again, we start to, um, and we start to like look for them and recognize them in our own life. And this is something that I I think I saw it was probably on Tumblr, but somewhere online um, a while ago was this this question of if we didn't have like TV and movies in particular, but you know extend that to all uh, recorded media, how would romance in particular look differently like what would you consider romantic if you didn't have like movies telling you uh holding the door open for your date or um you know bringing a bouquet of flowers and stuff like that and the the, the short answer is well we'd still have some sort of conventions because society records things outside of, of, of fictionalized of media and has traditions and things like that. And where these things came from in media are the, the original traditions of, of doing stuff like that. Um, it's not like uh, nobody gave their significant other a bouquet of flowers before the TV was invented. Um, but at the same time, when you... It, it's like a, a big game of, of telephone where the new newly created stuff is based off of sort of previously created stuff which is based off of previously created stuff and you get these tropes that that change and morph and until you kind of don't recognize them anymore as the original traditions of of um, real life people and instead see them as like something in media but then you go and seek them out for yourself in in real life um I have no clue where this rant is, is going and, and what I mean by any of this, I'm not going to lie. Um, just this idea that a lot of people in life live their life as if they're in a TV show or a movie, even if they don't recognize it. Them like searching for this very specific feeling created by um, uh, the the things that they think are like what society wants basically um i think that this is something that can sometimes be uh like a huge a huge detriment it can be a problem when it comes to uh real life not being like movies you know in, in a movie you go to have your picnic and then it starts raining and it's it's like oh no but then the, the couple starts dancing in the rain and it's 
you've got this beautiful string orchestra behind them and it's it's magical and it's gorgeous and when you do it in real life you just look like a, a drowned rat and you're sad and cold um and that's not to say that like you know things can't go wrong in real life and then still turn right around and be romanticized and movieified again um but you know real life events and real life people don't follow movie logic uh you know a lot of the times in media we have certain certain signifiers of like you know if if this if this main if this person is the main character you know pretty reliably depending on what type of media you're watching that this person will have a happy ending or that they'll grow in some way um and that their their change will be be forward even if it if it takes them a while even if they've got to hit rock bottom before they can go back up you know that once they hit rock bottom they are going to go back up um and again i'm going to preface this by saying not all media and i'll i'll talk about that in a second but for the most part we have these sort of conventions we have these these rules about what makes an audience happy uh and and those rules are not the same rules that life plays by uh, you know if you're down on your luck and uh you know having a rough go of it in life you you're in financial trouble and uh you've got personal problems and things like that you know there's no guarantee that you know the 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 um what's the word for it the the rising action no what is the the inciting uh change in media i'm going to look it up i was I, I had some sort of weird tone about this one where it sounded so much more professional and well thought out than all of my other things. Um, fuck that. <laughs> Googling now. Um, inciting action um, in a play. Oh, is that the right word? Jesus Christ, the inciting incident. I was, uh, I was, I was right. Okay. Um, Anyway, like there is not necessarily going to be an inciting incident that then shifts the tides for you. Uh, and if there is, that might have to come uh, from inside you and like it be an internal motivation. Um, and it's it's really easy to get kind of bogged down in the in the, you know, like, oh, well, when this happens, things will change because, you know, you kind of you can expect that in media that like when i move to a new town things will open up and life will be fine um when i uh get married then then things will really start happening for me and you know as much as as you know some of this can be a sort of placebo effect of like when you have a big life change you can you can convince yourself to look on the bright side of things or to make other changes as well that that ultimately turn your fortune for the most part this isn't like you know it's not a cure-all it's not a fix-all these these moments that you think that will happen uh because you've been told that they happen in in film and in in tv and it's the same thing with uh with other people too where if you start looking at people as as characters in a book or in a movie or something like that you're going to expect things from them that are, just aren't true i think one of the things is that like the this sort of growth of character comes at a 
much slower rate in real life than it does in in TV and in books and things like that. And part of that is just because you know books books don't have or uh, you know a, a thirty minute primetime TV show doesn't have the time to faff about when it comes to character development. Um, and you might have a book that spans from the character's childhood to their old age, and you can see all of that uh, as a step outside and. Um, like you have you have the space to to look at everything as a whole, and therefore you can see that change a lot better than you can see the change uh, when you're staring somebody right in the face. And it's also the kind of thing where, like you know, real life very much is not a linear path for anybody when it when it comes to like their their career, when it comes to their relationships with other people, when it comes to their relationship with themselves. Um, it, so these these sort of arcs that we that we talk about uh, when it comes to characterization this starting point and then like a sort of jettison of 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 character and then a, a landing point at the end is just not what real life does it's this weird crinkly path of i don't know a snake going around the grass and then not ever dying um that's what real that's what real life people do uh they become an immortal snake that wanders around in the grass doing nothing but slithering for for ages um and that's not necessarily what what most characters do so if you get too caught up in this idea of of media and framing life as media then you get too caught up in this idea that people are going to do what you expect them to and that events are going to happen because they ought to happen, which is just not not the case. Um, what else did I have to say? Oh, there are there are some movies and TV shows and stuff like that that like sort of break out of this convention of of storytelling in that we see, I mean, well, already you have tragedies where, like, shit gets fucked and characters don't have a happy endings. Um, but even then, they, they still follow, like, a, a, a normal, you know, you've got your, your fatal flaw and then your character fucks up and, and there was a point of no return and suddenly everything's shit now. Um, but, like, even outside of that, there are unconventional pieces of media that... Uh, have character growth that is that is not linear, that is cyclical, that it that is continually changing. Um, you have uh, media that that doesn't make sense, that gives you things that are, you know, almost unsatisfying at times. Um, weirdly enough, I think a lot of the um, my like my my first thought is of the Allegiant trilogy. Is that the, the word for it? It's like Divergent and. Convergent and elite. I don't know, whatever. Insurgent, that's what it is. Um, spoilers for that real quick, but the main character dies at the end. Um, and a lot of people really didn't like that ending. And uh, they didn't like that ending so much that when they made a movie out of it, they changed that ending, if I remember correctly. Um, and it was something that I kind of liked. Because uh, I was like, this is so unexpected. I didn't, I like, I never would have thought like somebody would do this. Um, this is so like new and, and innovative and, and kind of fun. Um, and a lot of people were dissatisfied. They were like, the whole point of this is this character is building um, 
is building this this new world like she didn't have to throw her life away for this and stuff like that um but like you know that's kind of, the, the stories that are like disappointing you know some stories are disappointing just because they're they're poorly written or confusing or anything like that but stories that are poorly written or uh, stories that are um disappointing are often the ones that are closest to real life that like you know it didn't have a point it, there was no punchline there there just was stuff um and so you know it, it it's kind of fun to see some of these movies and tv shows and books and stuff like that do this in a way that still captures an audience because that's kind of when you know that like the, the whoever the creator is is really good when they can make the sort of weirdness of real life the sort of non-linearity and uh non um satisfaction of real life uh, when they can turn that into a, a movie or a book that people like it's it's something spectacular um this whole concept of looking at life as a TV show, uh, you know, it, it is one that I have had for a while, but it is also one that is very, uh, very, like, heavily tied to Abed from Community, just as a character. And it's really funny because it's, like, a character within a TV show who views their life as a TV show, spoiler alert, because it is. Um, but... There, there's so many layers to this um, in that, like, this character kind of learns the, the, the pros and cons of doing that. And the, the characters around him also sort of view, like, when this is a good thing and when this is a bad thing. Um, because, you know, again, we, we have this character who is willing to uh, go to extreme lengths to make something funny and ridiculous. I think so specifically, um, maybe because I've just recently watched this, but also because this is something that I've kind of likewise been dying to, to have, um, is this uh, scene in which Abed is trying to fulfill all of the tropes of a college movie, uh, coming-of-age film, and uh, he, one of them is pantsing somebody and the other one is being pantsed. And he has this like line when he, he, he pants Troy and he says, oh, like this would have been funnier if you were wearing the stereotypical like cartoon underwear with big hearts on it. And then Troy goes like, oh yeah, like, you know, you think you're so funny and then pants him and he is wearing those underwear. Um, and it's just like the kind of thing where like, you know, if you view your life as a movie or as a film, it's something that you want to make interesting for the the audience or that you want to ha that you want to have fun in you know you want it to be a, a good movie if, if that makes sense like if you're viewing your life as a tv show you're going to do what you can to make it fun and interesting and in doing so you brighten up your own life a lot of the times um and so we see that in in sort of a scene like this where he went out of his way to kind of conform to these these tropes but in a way that makes it so very delightful he's he's happy everyone in the room is like genuinely laughing it's like one of those really good moments of that of that tv show um and then there's also the flip side of that where there are times when he gets so invested in in this idea that his 
life as a TV show that he's expecting things to go a certain way and when they don't it's distressing um, and confusing and it, it makes everything off kilter and you know it's really easy to see in a character like Abed who is neurodivergent and who you know reacts to to change or to things going out of their normal routine as uh, a, a very distressing event and I feel like this show does a very good job of you know reminding people this is not the way that you should always live your life um yes so I think I think my my thesis statement with this whole episode of a not podcast thing is just this idea that this is something that can be so good when it comes to uh bringing joy to the sort of small everyday things about life like you know eating cereal out of a cup um and it can make fun things happen in your life like when you go and play in the 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 ocean at sunset because that's like the kind of thing that you think you would see on a movie and you want to to experience that um or when you you know have a, a a fancy dress party and everybody like comes in costume just because you can um those are the kinds of moments that like are really good and, and, and light everything up and are really uh, a benefit of sort of this this way of looking at things. But you do have to watch out for the trap of uh, thinking that everything is going to conform to this logic and looking for those patterns where they're not there. Feel free to create them when they're good for you, but, but don't get stuck in them when they're bad, is, is what I've got to say. Um, this is this also very much connects connects to a conversation that I've been having about relatability of characters in media and who you relate to, um, and very specifically, it it has to do with this conversation I had with Sarah about people on or people that you relate to in real life versus like if you saw them on a TV show, would you relate to their characters and and vice versa of like. You know, if I saw this this character on TV, would I be friends with them in real life? Um, or sorry, if I saw this character on a TV and I, I really like them, would I be friends with them in real life? Um, and I don't know, I, I think that this is something that shows the limitations of media, that it's impossible to catch real life Ever. In, in books, in TV, in, in media, there's, it's always, it's, um, all of this stuff is curated. Even if you just, you know, recorded one person throughout their entire life and <laughs> not, Truman, not Truman Show style, like, like willingly, knowingly, even if you recorded one person throughout their entire life and showed that to somebody, uh, that's not that's still not real life you you can't see the person's thoughts you are given a very limited point of view in that you only follow this this one person and i mean i guess that sort of happens in real life because you only follow your you but like when you follow your you you can interact with things and change things um and i i think it's just 
the fact that there's always uh, an unreliable narrator or an unreliable editor or an unreliable com- compiler um, means that media is is inherently shaped. It's it's something that uh, things get cut out of and smushed into and there's no way that you can ever capture real life in that and so it's it's hard to um capture like real life people in in characters because you don't get to spend the inordinate amount of time that you would normally um get to spend with somebody in real life with you know characters on a tv show and even if that tv show is a soap opera that's been running for literal decades uh you know, the amount of screen time a character gets doesn't equate to, uh, you know, no amount of screen time can mimic real life. Because again, you have this sort of curated idea of, of somebody is writing this character, uh, somebody is choosing which takes to use, somebody is editing the dialogue and changing the description that they're, they're, they're using to describe them in the book. And, uh, you just you you can't you can't do it, um, yeah. Anyway, weird thoughts. It's it's early morning. Um, not really that early anymore. Uh, just just the idea of of the the sort of weird intertwining of storytelling and real life and the fact that you know even though there aren't aliens watching my life as a TV show. It's sometimes very good to pretend there are. Thank you. Goodbye.